Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger, and I want to talk to you about the subject is trusting yourself when you are being gaslit. Trusting yourself when you're being gaslit. Gaslighting is when the um, person or people that aren't able to take responsibility for their own defects challenges, agenda, uh, that they make you feel like you're wrong, you're invalid, you're crazy, you're the problem. I have several clients right now on my uh, practice caseload that are going through this. I could think of, I'm just thinking mainly of two people right now, but there are probably more. It happens more than we would like to think. A lot of people don't own up to their own stuff. And oftentimes it comes in families. Actually, now I just came up with a third in my own mind. So everything I'm talking to you is coming from the work I'm doing with all three of these women that are trying to um, break free from being victims of this gaslighting. And so in each of these three women's cases, they're, um, well, two of them, their partners are gaslighting them. The other one, the partner is actually maybe her only support. Uh, but in all three of them, they have many people that are talking to these clients as if they are the problem. Uh, why are you being so ridiculous when many of them are just setting boundaries? They're actually starting to get healthy enough to set a few boundaries. And uh, when a person moves towards health, interpersonal health, it, you know, by honoring who they are, because maybe they came from families when it was all about the other people's needs and not about yours. And when you start to make it about yours, they don't like it. And, and when the entire family has been brought up to not face themselves and blame others, but you somehow got away. And I see this with some of my clients. You're the one that was more tuned in. You were the one that was more sensitive, but maybe you grew up in a family where you had to adapt uh, just to make it in your family, when you start to claim yourself, claim who you are, claim your wants and feelings and say, no, no, I'm not going to always be the one to come to your house to make it convenient. You got to come to my house. I have little children, just thinking of one of you, and that you need to stretch and flex a little bit for me. And the other people, including the siblings, sometimes even the cousins will say, God, why are you being so unreasonable? when really she's actually taking care of herself for the first time in her life, sometimes you find that you're the only person uh, that is standing up for yourself and everybody else isn't. So how do you trust yourself when this is happening? Well, for one thing, I'm telling you right now that if it feels wrong to say yes to something or, or, uh, it feels wrong to deprive yourself of something, it probably is because it is wrong. Even if those other people are 
all together pronouncing you as wrong, crazy, oversensitive, overreactive, rebellious. None of those things are true. All you're doing is trying to tune into yourself. So I'm hoping if this is someone, uh, something that resonates with you or you know someone else where this may resonate, please send them this video because I want them to know that this happens a lot and you are absolutely correct in your attunement of yourself and what it is you want and need and feel. So even if it's one against the many, sometimes the many is all wrong and the many is typically all wrong because you all grew up in the same household, but something about you recognized this isn't working for me. I would say you're the healthier one. You're the one that's trying to break free and other people don't like it. Other people don't like it. The biggest challenge I see for clients of mine that are in this situation is that there are consequences for taking care of themselves. Like they're given a pretty bad choice. Either sometimes they lose their entire family or they lose themselves. And if given that choice, of course, a better option is to be able to have both to some degree, you to a full degree. Uh, But some families, it's either this or that. It's either you stand up for you and you be true to you or you have the family. If you have the family, you have to abandon yourself entirely. I do encourage people to go the route of not abandoning themselves. Trust yourself and go through the grief of losing the family. If they're not willing to stop gaslighting. Now, certain people, they stick to it and the family eventually does come around. It's hard to say, Uh, but definitely it's important for you to stand up for you because you have you for the rest of your life. You're the one that goes to bed with yourself every night. And you, I am just saying that you can give yourself permission to be more of who you are. These gaslighting situations, these toxic dysfunctional situations, they basically deprive you of being you. And this is your chance to be you. And, you know, it helps to create relationships with others that can become like your prosthetic family, people that maybe not are not your biological family, but they're people that when you're around them, you feel like, wow, I could be me. I could explore me. I could discover me. Um, so just know that you might be coming from uh, environmental situations with the people around you, specifically your family of origin or your partner or whoever, that in order to maintain relationships with them, you need to give up you. That means giving up what you feel, what you want, what's healthy for you. It's important for people that fall into this category of being gaslit to learn that if you make, if you frustrate somebody, if you make somebody uncomfortable, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. You, you actually are stopping, to, uh, stopping the enabling of them to live in that little comfort zone where they don't have to look at themselves and just scapegoat you. Your wants and wishes and needs are valid. I want to get up to the mountaintops and scream it out. Because I've seen, so I, like I said, I just did a three. I'm probably leaving people out. It's obviously a very common thing. It's people I'm working with right now that are outnumbered 
four to one or 10 to one or 15 to one, and they go, how could I be right and all these people be wrong? It is very possible. It is very probable. And it's highly, highly likely that that is the case. So that's what I wanted to say. You know, it's time for you to be yourself, to be freer and freer of the gaslighting. And I know oftentimes it does mean grieving. Sometimes it means grieving of the relationships that they were. You have to recognize that people that you thought were there for you really only were there for you conditionally. And that's even if you maintain relationships, there's a certain amount of grieving that has to do that. You're grieving the ideal uh, situation, the ideal marriage, the ideal family, the ideal committed relationship, but that in its place, you get you back. And from when you have you, either back or maybe for the first time, you have the capacity to create far more nurturing relationships, be far more happy in your life, successful in your life. So that's what I wanted to say. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to ToddKrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.